Welcome to the Coming Clean Podcast, the truth about cleaning. My name is Alan Randolph. I'm your host on this journey. This is episode 12, the digital transformation of facilities management. Actionable data is a real passion of mine. At one point, I owned a capital asset management software company, and I get really energized by this type of conversation, so I'm thrilled to have a leading business technology expert as my guest today. John Bolin is the CEO of Entouch. He's a business-centric technology leader who focuses on execution while working on his MBA at Emory, where he graduated with high honors. John cut his teeth on product marketing for NCR, then led several groups at companies like Racetrack Petroleum, developed technology-enabled services for Radiant Systems, Tracks, Retail, West Tech, Intelligent, Surveillance. He's an operations leader with over 20 years experience and has successfully scaled businesses he's worked for and delivered results for his clients. His hobbies include cycling, sailing, and something that I know a lot about, logging countless miles to watch his kids' college soccer, in my case, softball matches. John, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Alan. That was a fantastic introduction. I, I hope I can live up to all of that. Um, it's, it's hard to believe uh, I've been working long enough to do all those things. <laughs> well, we're excited to have you. So let's jump into it. As a subject matter expert for digital transformation in facilities management, mm-hmm. what has the impact been over the last six months during the coronavirus pandemic of companies having started on this journey of building automation? What impact has that had on their business? Uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a fantastic question, Alan. I mean, it's, it's really interesting. If you go back, let's just you know, skip back 12 to 18 months, there was this, this real drive to digitally transform everything we were doing. And there was a lot of talk about it. And, and it's, it's funny because some of these um, themes sort of recur and those of us who've been around a while, a while, you know, we remember things like machine to machine and then we remember IOT. And, you know, if you're really old like us, you remember when the web was kind of a new thing and the dot-com boom. And so digital transformation was sort of the latest hypothesis that people were driving, but it was very real, right? It, it, it really go, cuts right to the quick of leveraging data in near real time to make better decisions and run your business. So as the world sort of came to a stop on March 13th, in my case, and I think everybody is about plus or minus two days there, there was a real reckoning, right? And, and in particular for people who operated multi-site organizations, right? So if you were managing a multi-site portfolio and the world came to a stop, you suddenly were facing these whole, this whole new set of rules, right? We have new schedules. We have to close these stores. We have to operate these stores in a, di- in a different manner. Um, we've got to limit the amount of energy we're spending because we're closing the stores. So we have to minimize our operating expense. I mean, all of these new requirements were being shaped in near real time for um, our customers and folks that operate in this multi-site environment. If you couldn't manage that infrastructure digitally, right? If you couldn't from a central location understand what the operating experience needed to be and then quickly push that operating requirement out, right? So, you know, it's everything from changing setbacks on your HVAC to changing lighting schedules. Um, And in some cases we have fitness customers who as this progressed, 
came up with a schedule that was going to open for an hour, close for an hour, open for an hour, close for an hour. Then you had jurisdictions that opened and then closed then partially opened and then closed. What, what we saw is um, customers who suddenly also were faced with furloughing large portions of their facilities team, trying to manage this very disparate operating strategy. And the ones that had centralized controls and smart buildings were able to execute pretty seamlessly. It didn't make it any less hard, but they could execute very crisply and very seamlessly. And we had some customers who were right on the cusp of rolling out and some that actually had a mixed group of locations, maybe they hadn't quite finished their rollout. And you could see the real pain as they could control certain sites or in the case of customers hadn't rolled out at all, they were literally faced with, well, how do I adapt? How do I do this? Right. And, and we've heard, you know, you don't want to be too, too dark, but you know, it's kind of adapt or die. Um, if you can't run your business technologically, leveraging data and managing that data. So what we're talking about right here with the pandemic is just the ability to manage the data, um, not necessarily making keen decisions on it, but just being able to shape the way your site's operating to the extent there was already a gap between com companies that started to digitally transform, the pandemic has only exacerbated it and it's a bigger gap. Yeah, no, I, that makes complete sense to me. I mean, I think this is all about scalability, right? Mm -hmm. the, the situation on the ground and the ground means different almost by locality, right? State, county, You've got new regulations, you've got, but the ability to adapt and make those decisions without data seems like you would totally be uh, walking in the wilderness in the dark. Oh, absolutely. And for those people who may still be like, I'm behind, right? but, but we've got real financial you know, concerns because sales are also behind or That's whatever. Right. When's the right time to start investing? It's the chicken or the egg, but I think I know what you're going to say, but it makes it, but it is so obvious. Right. I mean, it, you know, to some extent it was probably yesterday. Right. But, um, uh, but it's really right now, right. The, you know, it's funny. I had a conversation with someone to uh, literally today where we we're talking about this and a lot of folks have retreated to the sidelines and let's be honest, even, even in touch for a short period of time, you know, especially April and May of this year, we all went to the sidelines and we, and we sort of took our resources and hoarded them a little bit. In some cases that just might be cash, right? But, but a lot of our multi-site operators have gone to the sidelines and the ones who aren't leading are staying there. And, and the question I would ask them is, if you could manage your buildings more efficiently, right? And let's take a step back. Commercial buildings um, use about almost 40% of the electricity in the United States, so 40% of the energy we produce, and they, they contribute 40% to greenhouse gases. If you're going to limit the impact of climate change and you're going to look for a way to minimize your energy footprint, starting with commercial buildings and starting with the HVAC and lighting infrastructure is the most efficient way to do it. Um, there's also a very real return. Putting, making your building smarter, putting in centralized controls and driving a strategy has the highest return for any of these sustainability type projects. So, so one, it, there's a way to make this pay for itself. Every, every kilowatt hour you use today, right? You can't save in the future, right? It's not like, oh, well, I'll get to this in December and I'll save all the stuff I would have saved last summer. That's just not gonna happen. The, the reality is you're postponing savings indefinitely, but more importantly, by pausing even by not starting to understand the impact on your business, what you're doing is you're postponing when you can actually start. What I would encourage folks to do right now is partner with, with, with companies like Entouch or, or companies similar to Entouch 
that are willing to help you underwrite a pilot and get it in the field very quickly and see what that financial benefit really is to your organization. See what that impact really can be. I mean, we have customers that say 20% of their energy consumption, some, some higher on average we see across our entire portfolio, about 14% energy savings across everyone we've ever implemented. And we've implemented over 10,000 sites and we manage over 4,000 for our customers. So one is you have to start now get this technology into your location. So you now have the capability to run them with data, drive your energy consumption down, do the math, recognize what your payback is, and then make sure you're working with a partner that can bring a creative way for you to fund this, right? Which is what this sort of started this question, right? So there are some organizations that are doing really well right now and are very focused on putting their own capital to work. And NTouch will absolutely work with you to let you put your own capital to work. But the smartest thing to do here was let Entouch partner with you and let us bring our, our capital to the table and allow you to create a project that's cash flow positive from day one. Because the savings are so significant, you can essentially create a monthly stream of payments that are actually less than the amount you're saving. So, from, for, so it actually will deliver an infinite return to the organization, but you have to start now, or you have to put it in now, start understanding the benefit so that you know what, when your finance uh, leader says, hey, what's your budget for 2021? You can say, well, in 2021, I want to deploy this at scale. And he's going to say, well, what's your data? Well, if you don't start now with your test, you're going to say, I don't know. And he says, well, that feels like a 2022 project to me. Yeah, absolutely. I think you've hit on something that I've, it's a mantra I've preached for a long time is managers really control activities and tactics. Right. Leaders guide, influence, innovation, and direction. And really what we need now because of the pandemic, but really just in overall business resiliency is facility leadership. Really, that's what we're craving. That's what you're talking about Mm -hmm. is people who go find solutions that don't require, that don't get stalled in finance, Mm -hmm. right? That Mm -hmm. the data shows that you can make the, do the right thing and it puts the right um, money to the bottom line. Fantastic information. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I would say, and, I, and, I've, and I've mentioned this to, to other folks around kind of the impact of the pandemic and COVID-19, the, the folks that are going to make the biggest difference are the people that embrace this new challenge, right? The, the managers, if you will, are the ones that are just sort of, and I don't want to say victims because we're all dealing with this in the same, you know, in our own way, but, oh, it'll all get back to normal soon. So I'll just wait. And I just got to ride this out. No, no, no. Normal's not coming, kids. Right? This is this is what we have to manage. And while I'm not suggesting you should be happy about it, you should be content and excited about the opportunity to lead in this moment. This Absolutely. is a challenge to test yourself. So to your point, the facility's leadership needs to say, okay, there's a whole new dynamic. How do I gap the field again? Yeah, absolutely. So one thing that I've, in my career, one problem people always struggle with is businesses often want too much data. Let me explain what I mean. That's data without context, right? Data that doesn't lead to proper decision-making. So how do you at InTouch help guide people to the data they need so they don't get data overwhelmed, but they do get those kind of outcomes that you were describing earlier? Alan, I'll start with a little bit of a story. So you told a lot of my background. And so I had a lot of technology leadership 
um, roles. I was uh, chief, chief information officer for West Tech for a while before I was chief product officer there. And my network guy, this was back in the, I'm going to date myself a little bit, right? This is like, you know, 2007, 2008. My network guy is super excited. He comes into my office. He's like, we got this new software and it's going to track all kinds of stuff. And we're going to know every time we got this, this specific alert on the network. It is so amazing. Do you want me to turn it on? And of course I'm like, yeah, absolutely turn that on. I want to see every time someone um, tried to touch our router. I'm going to see all the traffic going in and out. He turns it on and, and I said, so, so what's going to happen? So you'll get an email for every single one of these exceptions. And he turns it on and, and in about two hours, my email inbox was 100% unusable, like literally thousands of messages. I could not go to him fast enough to get it turned off. And what we ended up doing is putting a filter on my inbox, right? We've all done this and just shove all those messages into a folder now, look, because the, the overwhelming mountain of data was simply unusable. Right. Now he was excited when he turned it on, but he turned a fire hose on me and I drowned. So I just got out of the water. So, so what NTouch does is we recognize the data is, is useless unless it's actionable. And, and there was a time when we could just give you a list of things and you'd figure out whether it was actionable. But, but when you're managing a whole series of very complex buildings, right, put this in the context of the facilities leader, right? and think about it during the pandemic when you're also, not only were you trying to figure out this summer what to do with facilities opening and closing, but at the same time, we had other things going on that were impacting your job, right? We had, a, we had a number of protests in major cities that if you were a facilities manager, you were also worried about that. So your life was wildly complex. So the fire hose was not helpful. So what, what NTouch does is we take the data, we, at the lowest and most basic level, we provide very targeted reports that yield diagnostics that allow facilities managers with, you know, with respect to say HVAC rooftop packages to identify those units that are most deserving of maintenance dollars right now. More importantly, our customers that leverage our managed service actually have a partner in the foxhole with them and we're the ones going to them and we're saying, look, right, right now these are priorities. So we get that even if we gave you this report, sometimes it's difficult to discern. We'll do that for you, but we're also gonna be your partner. We're gonna help you interpret it. We're gonna, we're gonna work with you to make sure your, your preventative maintenance schedule is in line with where, where those dollars need to be targeted. We're gonna work with you to make sure that the data is aligning um, for you so you know where you're gonna target your maintenance dollars. And then we're gonna work with you um, to make sure you have the data you need so that next year when you have your capital planning run and you're gonna choose which rooftops you roll out of service, that you're, using, you're doing that with data that targets that information for you and guides you and doesn't drown you. Yeah, that's absolutely the only approach. I appreciate the story. I've, I've been there and lived that. So um, I appreciate your time. How can people find out more information about what you're doing for clients at InTouch? Well, certainly you can go to um, intouchcontrols.com and, and check us out on the web. You can call me personally at 214-986-6903. Um, you can send me an email at john.bowen at ntouchcontrols.com. That's J-O-N dot B-O-L-E-N. Um, I'd love to talk about this with, with anybody that's got questions. Um, leveraging the data that we can create from these facilities can truly make you a leader in the space and help you gap your competition. This isn't going to go away. This is a matter of business resilience and business survival. And if you don't transform to digital data and digital decision making, you will be looking for a job. You'll be looking for a company 
it just simply is that clear to me. I appreciate your time and uh, thank you so much. Stay safe. Say hi to Tom K for me I and sure uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks a lot, Alan. I really appreciate it. You take care. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Coming clean. We're out.